Back on the Thunderdome podcast, fifth year player, defensive back, Elijah Norris from Dallas, Texas, joins me at this time. First off, I know the first question that I'm curious to know is, how does a young football player from Dallas, Texas, end up on the Regina Thunder in Saskatchewan, Canada? How'd that happen? Uh, yeah, so um, as you said, I'm a fifth year technically, so um, I completed uh, four seasons at Southwestern University down in Georgetown, Texas. Um, and because of the COVID year, I still technically have a year of NCAA eligibility. Um, so if I wanted to play, I was going to have to go to graduate school, but I didn't get my uh, test scores in on time, so I couldn't apply um, to go to another NCAA school. So um, I still wanted to play football, of course. Um, so Scott reached out to me. He sent my film out. Um, and Scotty he got my film. He reached out to me and uh, have some discussions. He got me up here, and uh, that's how I ended up in Canada. Did you did you send the film to him and he got back to you, or was he... Did he somehow find out about you and it kind of went the other way? Oh, uh, yeah. So me and River, the other international player from Sweden, we both sent our film to um, a scout named Jack Cameron. And um, I guess he has a connection uh, with Scotty. So uh, Scotty was looking for some players. He reached out to uh, Jack Cameron. And Jack Cameron sent me and River's film over to Scotty. And that's how he got us here. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, well, Scott's a hard worker that way. I spent some time with him this summer. And he's that phone is stuck to his ear. He's always looking for that edge. So sure. it's good to have you. Hey, you know, I... I spent a little time in San Antonio with my son who played last year at the, at a football tournament there with the Saskatchewan selects. And I have heard that Texas is, you know, probably to the United States, what, you know, as far as football, um, it, it doesn't get any better. Like it's, it's, it's sort of like the greatest football state. What was your experiences growing up? Did, did you did you grow up in an environment where it was just football, 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 or what was it like for you living in Dallas? Uh, so I was a multi-sport athlete. I played football, I played basketball, I played soccer, I played all the sports. But uh, I played football since I was four, starting with flag football. So I mean, starting that early, you know, especially in Texas, football is like it's 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 born into you. It's almost like a religion out there in Texas, you know, whether it's just Dallas or San Antonio. Or just all across Houston, just every city. It's it's a major sport. It's a major thing. Um, Texas high school football is almost the biggest thing in football, better than college and NFL. You know, uh, so just growing up in Texas, it's 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 really born into you to play football. At least at least for the experience. And then if you go further from there, then it's really just a blessing. And I've been blessed to continue to uh, my football journey. Where, where, is it in your DNA to be a Cowboys fan? Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, which uh, sometimes it hurts. Uh, usually towards the end of the season, you know, it's all we always think it's our year, and then something happens. But uh, per usual, yeah, as we say, per usual, we're two and zero this year. So hopefully, we get it done this year. Well, you know, I think um, I mean you you obviously haven't been from one uh, uh, you know side of Canada or one coast to the other, but I can tell you. That Saskatchewan and Quebec, I think, are pretty much universally acknowledged as the two, you know, provinces in in Canada that are football crazy. It's, you know, hockey is across the country. Football, maybe not quite as much, but here in Saskatchewan, I'm sure it didn't take you long to realize that there's a lot of pretty knowledgeable football people in this province. No, yeah, for sure. Again, coming from Texas, especially yeah, coming from Texas all the way across the other side of the the continent, really. I mean, I really didn't know what to expect. You know, I've heard of the the CFL, of course. You know, there's amazing players in that league. But, you know, I hadn't really heard of U-Sports or the CJFL. But once I got here, I started really uh, looking into it. There's really, there's there's a whole bunch of talent out here. And, um, you know, football's football. Like, once you put those pads on, once you put the helmet on, it's just really, like, the talent speaks for itself. And there's some talented people out here um, in Canada. Have you always been a DB, defensive back? 
Uh, no, I was, uh, I was a receiver, actually. Well, I was a DB in high school and also a receiver. So I played both sides of the ball. Um, just And also, uh, my first year at Southwestern, I played receiver. Um, but for some reason, I just keep getting moved to DB. So I guess that's where my, my true calling is at. Well, I can tell you your coach, Matt Rumpel, thinks a lot of you. Now, you're only – well, you're listed here on the – the program is five foot eight, one hundred and fifty-five pounds. So you're not—it's not like you're a monster out there. But, but your defensive back coach Matt Rumpel, you know, he's always said to me that what you lack in size, you you make up for in other ways, like your you know your tenacity, your aggressive play. You know, you got quick feet. Uh, you're able to change your directional speed so quickly, and you got great instincts and anticipation. So, I guess you're proof that you don't need to be the biggest dog in the yard to still be effective if you got all those other things going for you. No, yeah, for sure. You know, I've ne- I've never been the biggest person on any team I played. So, you know, um, but I've always I've always competed up. You know, even from when I was little, I always played like a year up above what I was supposed to. You know, and that's just. That just uh, built the the competition driving me. You know, again, I'm not the biggest, but you know, I gotta be out there. Gotta be, be gotta be able to play. Um, so I gotta make up for it with you know, as you said, my my high uh, my high IQ or my my fast feet to be able to break on the ball or something. What do you think, of Coach Rumple? He's a bit of a different cat, but you know, he's a good dude, isn't he? No, yeah, I love Coach Rumple. You know, I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I first got up here, but you know, after being coached by him for a couple months now, um, I love Coach Rumple. He knows what he knows what he's talking about. He knows the game of football. Um, and again, yeah, overall, he's just a he's a great dude. So I'm really lucky to have him as my position coach. You know, the Thunder, um, they're amongst the top of the league in many different defensive stats. But one of the things I think that I, w- I was kind of jumped off the page is number one in the PJFC with the lowest passing completion percentage. Other teams' quarterbacks only complete 48% of passes. Um, were you aware of that stat? I mean, that's that's pretty impressive when they're not even completing half the balls. Yeah, no, I wasn't, but that's put a smile on my face because you know every day, um, me and that DB group, you know, we show up every day, get ready to work. You know, that DB room is filled with a whole bunch of talented guys. You know, you got uh, BJ, um, you got Avery Wagner, those are two fifth year guys, and you got um, Adam Kinger, you got uh, Cooper who uh, plays on the side, uh, the strong side with me. You know, and other guys, you know, our scout guys and other guys that come into play, you know. And we put in work every day, and I, that, that really puts a smile on my face because that shows that um, our work's paying off, and we still have a long way to go. You know, we could be playing a whole much better, and we can really show that these next couple weeks towards the end of the season. Here's another stat you may or may not be aware of. You have the second highest kickoff return average in the entire league. You're averaging 26 yards per kickoff return. Did you know that one? That's uh, impressive, too. I didn't know that, but, you know, I had a feeling I was up there, you know. I feel like teams teams are getting afraid to kick it to me, you know. Um, they should be. They should be. They should be, actually. They really should be because one of these days, uh, they're going to kick to me. I'm a crib one. But um, that's really shout out to uh, Brett Strong, our uh, special teams coordinator, and all the guys on KOR blocking for me, you know. Um, they're, they're setting it up for me. They're making the holes, and I'm just, I'm just hitting it, trying to get as much as I can. You know, I got to say, we got to kind of look out for that Calgary Colts offense. They they have got it figured out. A, a shootout win against Edmonton this past weekend, the Huskies. They took a team that was 3-0 and like you guys, and 48 points they put up against them in a 48-40 to win. Uh, went off for 1,000-plus yards on offense over the last two games against both Winnipeg and Edmonton. Like, I don't care who you're playing. When in two back-to-back games... Um, you know, you're putting up over a thousand yards. That's got to be something that you guys have to be cognizant of, and the damage that they can do. No, yeah, they, you can definitely tell that over these past couple weeks. They found some. They found something on offense, or just their whole team. You know, their whole team's clicking. It looks like um, they're rolling. They're de- they're definitely a different team from what we saw week one. 
Um, I was watching some film on them. Looks like they have some new receivers or maybe some receivers that just didn't dress the first time we played that are that are some explosive playmakers for them. So, you know, we definitely got to have a good week of practice this week um, because they're, they're looking to play us hard. And, you know, like Coach, uh, Coach uh, Scott McCauley said this week, the playoffs start for us this week. You know, this is a playoff game for us, so we got to be ready to play. Uh, just, just not to bore people with too many numbers, but 242 yards rushing last week, 369 yards passing, net yards just under 600 yards in that game, and they went off for 172 rushing yards in the second half. So obviously with a new coaching staff there, it took them a couple of weeks to kind of get things rolling, but they're playing some pretty good football. And they have some weapons. Uh, your your teammate receiver uh, Isaiah Woodley, he's actually been overtaken for first place in the PJFC in passing yards by a kid named Nicholas Sirleaf. He's got 495, just about 500 yards. Uh, so is that somebody that you're going to be uh, having to deal with? Uh, yeah, I believe that's number 84 for them. Um, I believe they have a couple of packages where they like to single them up um, to the field, and that's, that's my side. So, you know, um, I'm sorry. We're fully confident that if we get a one-on-one matchup with me and him, that I'm going to be able to uh, hold my own against him. Um, and then that just speaks to um, Isaiah Willie that after all these weeks, if he finally got overtaken, but, you know, he gets double-covered a lot. Um, Isaiah Willie, I'm talking about, but hopefully this week we can we can lock up um, this Nicholas guy and uh, we'll we'll be all right. Liam Muskowski, their quarterback, he's got over he leads the league with over 1,500 passing yards. Last question I'll ask you is about him. Um, you know, when you guys watch their quarterback uh, on video, very athletic. I remember before the season even started, Coach McCauley said that guy is a player. There, that Calgary Colts quarterback. What have you learned about him, and what 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 is the thing that stands out the most that you'll have to do as a secondary to uh, to deal with his athleticism? Oh yeah, seeing him on film and playing him week one, he's definitely one of the top quarterbacks um, in the CJFL. Um, he's as he said, he's he's very athletic and he's tall, so that gives him advantage to see over the line to be able to see his receivers get open. So you know we're gonna have to be. We have to be really good on defense. We're going to have to have a good eye discipline. We have to be able to keep him in the pocket because he also likes to scramble a lot. Um, so we're just going to have to do our best to limit him because he's going to make plays. He's going to find his receivers. So we're just going to have to do our best uh, to limit him and just make some plays on the ball and get some interceptions. Elijah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, welcome so welcome to Canada and enjoy your last year uh, here, or your only year, but your last year of uh, eligibility here as a fifth-year player in the league. And it's been a pleasure. And good luck to you the rest of the way. Thank you so much. Hey, y'all have a great one.